Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to our third and final podcast. Uh, I'm here with... And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, the glass castle again, and we're going to be talking about uh, conflicts between society and individuals. So societies like the community, you know, the family, and then overall like, societal norms as a whole, and how the characters uh, maybe have conflicts with them or kind of contradict what, uh, what what society would think. So, um, Arshia, do you have any examples of that? Oh, yeah, actually, uh, I do. So, I feel like one example of uh, Jeanette's family to find social norms is uh, Irma, uh, Jeanette's grandmother. Right? Uh, on page 140, I think 143, she talks about how much how she dislikes uh, certain minorities, people of color. Uh, she uses certain words to describe them, and she disapproves of Jeanette. Uh, talking to or even being in the vicinity of the people of color. And uh, I feel like this really shows how much, how different that family really was from the rest of the people. Because I feel like they kind of evolved past that the racist, uh, stereotypical phase. But Herman uh, seems to be very adamant on keeping the old tradition uh, alive. So, uh, yeah, Matt Mahalo, you want to go next? It's actually, you brought up some uh, real good topics that uh, I didn't even think of, so I congratulate you on that. Uh, some ideas or examples that I found that society or that this family doesn't uh, um, go with the usual way society, they have like conflicts with society. I saw that the parents don't, don't um, follow the usual way that parents should interact with their kids. Um, the, the constant fighting between Rose and Rex shows that they're just, they're like, I want to say a weird family, but I guess that's the only, only word I can I can think of at the moment. But the constant fighting, they throw each other out, out of balconies when they fight, they fight for days on end. Uh, they pull knives on each other. Um, at one point, they try to run each other, run each other over with cars. Uh, so, isn't like in two seconds, they'll make up for it. So they just don't follow the usual way that society should uh, influence their kids. And uh, Rose is actually really open about that. Um, when uh, I think Jeanette gets like hurt or uh, one of the kids gets bit by a, an animal, they, they tell us that they don't take the kids to the hospital. They'll uh, just care for them themselves so that it makes them stronger. So that's just some stuff that I found and how they don't follow society's norms. What did you find, Sandy? I also found some examples on how the Western religions can be sort of very abnormal, I guess, if you can. Um, and we do see a lot of those. Oh, you have to constantly do this. Therefore, you're not going to see certain things. And one of the examples I found is after they moved into Arizona, and one night, um, so that was very close to getting raped. 
So um, I just want to look at the mom. So Jeanette's mom, she has a teaching degree. And so she went to school. And in all the areas that they're living in, they're really poor. And a lot of the time, the kids don't have food. And a lot of the time, like if you look at society, it's the parents that have to provide for the kids and make money so that the family can uh, at least like get by. But in this case, it's most times it's the kids that have to look out for themselves and don't really get any help whatsoever from the parents. Like uh, Jeanette's dad just takes her money. Like when they're in wealth, she just takes it. And um, and the mom, she doesn't help. Even though she has a teaching credential, she doesn't want to get a job because she just wants to paint. And she doesn't look after the kids at all. And she kind of lets them like fend for themselves, which is kind of her philosophy. But that goes against society because society says that the parents are supposed to help the kids grow up and always be kind of like protecting them. And then when she did get a job as a teacher, because she kind of had like a moment where she realized 
that she had to for the family. Um, she didn't do it like society would say, even though she's a teaching degree and she should have been like a normal teacher. She just let the kids kind of do whatever they want as long as they didn't get hurt. Uh, and then I was in Battle Mountain, by the way. So that just kind of shows how she she doesn't follow by society's norms. And even though she was a she's a credited teacher, she doesn't really teach like one. And she just kind of let the kids do whatever they want. And that's just kind of how she approaches like her kids as uh, her kids too. And that's just kind of against what like society would say, because the mom is supposed to be like caring and uh, help their kids. So I just thought that was kind of kind of crazy how she didn't really help them grow up or uh, help help the family out with uh, even though she could have easily gotten a job and uh, help them like survive. So does anyone have anything they want to say about the end of the book? Uh, I just want to say um, this was a really good book. Uh, I feel like everybody is going to this. Um, I'm kind of happy that Jeanette and Lori and uh, I forget the brother's name, but I'm happy they all moved to uh, New York and got away from their family and were able to support themselves and not following the footsteps of their parents. So that's all I got to say for it. And I also, oh, go ahead, Jake. Okay. Uh, yeah, Matt, you make good points. I definitely feel that it's, like, it's good that they, that they were able to grow from like, their family situation. Kind of like my point. In a sense, um, like, even though they were point poor, they would be they were able to become financially stable and independent. Which is like the mere opposite of what her family or her parents were able to accomplish in life. Uh, yeah, I just want to say like I also like overall saw like the theme of like forgiveness because even though uh, her parents like like kind of they treat like they kind of they made them grow up in, like a horrible environment. There's the kids are all still pretty kind to the parents except for uh, what's her name is it Marie, Marlene she like stabbed the mom but other than that the other three kids they like really um like they, they support the parents and they really try to forgive them even though the parents really did everything that, like kind of that they could to make the like the kids like not like them the kids still kind of forgave them in the end and uh ended up loving them and like uh, supporting them so I just thought that was kind of a major theme at the end of the book All right. Well, that's going to do it for our final podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, thanks, everyone, for participating. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Bye.